Welcome to Black Girl Say Something, where this black girl has something to say. In this episode, I'm going to call it a series of unfortunate events for a fortunate time. And just go here with me. So as you know, I'm a full-time professor. They've made me program coordinator. And while I love the teaching part of, of what I do, I love teaching the students. I love mentoring the students. I found that I don't like the administrative part of it. I don't like the meetings. I don't like all of that other stuff. So long story short, I have now successfully completed my second week full-time being a professor. I'm finding my groove. I'm finding my way. And I know once I get, you know, can't get too comfortable because schedules will change as semesters, you know, as I teach in different semesters. But interestingly enough, I'm in this place where I know what I like. I'm setting boundaries. I don't take my work home with me. I have clear boundaries with my students. Most people are like, oh, the students are going to call you morning, noon, and night. Nope. They know they can't do that with me. They might do that with y'all, but they're not going to do that with me. And in light of that, I have found somehow the students want me to mentor them for their senior project, which is like a capstone project, a practicum of sorts uh, that they have to do. So interestingly enough, I there's eight of them that that want me to mentor them, but I only have enough room on my plate for three, maybe four. So this week I've mentored two and one of the students, you know, she said, if I had a professor like you when I first started college, I probably would be a lot further than where I am now. And I told her jokingly, I was like, if I had a professor like me, I wouldn't even be here being a professor to you probably. And you know, I didn't go in depth, but I'm going to go in depth on this episode because it it does require a series of unfortunate events for me to be in a fortunate place right now in my life. In all honesty, back when I first was in undergrad, life was really kicking my ass. And I was so all I knew to do was go to school because I knew that Nobody really was telling me or motivating me or instructing me to go to school, but I knew that going to school could create some sort of way. What was it? I had no clue. 17-year-old me, I'm like 35 now, 17-year-old me had no clue what the way was. And being on my own and I wanted to go to medical school and I wanted to be a doctor, I wanted to be an ophthalmologist and, you know, uh, life was just life in. And I failed organic chemistry, not once, but twice. The first time I failed it, I uh, had to withdraw because I had I had a miscarriage. I had to withdraw from the class. I had a miscarriage, so I had to withdraw. Then I retook it and I said, you know what? I know this professor. I'm just going to retake it with her. And then something else ended up happening in my life where I ended up failing that class. And prior to me failing, I had let her know what was going on with me. And she was like, well, if you don't pass this, this class, if you don't pass this test, you're not going to pass the class. And she made this one test so much of our grade. And she was a black woman. And it really like hurt my feelings um, back then because it was like, why did you have to be this way with me? While I had other professors, I did end up taking it again at a later time. But at that point, I had already changed my major. And I remember going to change my major and speaking with an advisor. And she was like, you have so many credits that you could go into any program. What is it that you wanted to do with your degree, essentially? And I was in a program where I was going to transfer to like another college um, to complete, you know, and to get into medical school. 
uh, to complete my degree and get a bachelor's and then go to medical school. So she was like, you have all of these credits. What do you want to do? And she introduced me, this white lady. I'll never forget her name. And she was getting ready to retire that year from the college. But she introduced me to the idea of why don't you get an associate's in science and vision care technology, hence how I became an optician. And I really fell in love with the program. And it was just at that same moment in time getting accepted into the program and not even getting into the groove of things really good that I had to I found out I was pregnant with my daughter. And it was so strange because it was like, do I drop out? But let me back up a little bit. When I went to that advisor and I told her, um, if I don't go to school, I was like, help me figure out what where I can use these credits, because if I don't go to school, I don't know what else I'm going to do. And the problem for me also was I was always considered a non-traditional college student because I always had to work. And so I couldn't do nursing because the nursing program does require you to have a support system where you can't work. And opticianry just so happened to be one of those programs where it was like it was very rigorous it was hard but I was working overnight as a phlebotomist and the way I became a phlebotomist was I took some time I took a semester off from my associate's degree I took a semester off and I just went to the other school to do phlebotomy because it was one semester because I was like at least if I do that then I can get a job right away and I had heard about that from somebody else who essentially they never even they ended up not doing it but that idea that they gave to me I went ahead and I took and I ran with it but I remember telling this lady if I don't go to school I don't know what I'm going to do because I really didn't know what I was going to do I mean I'm just I'm this black girl, no family backing, no silver spoon, no trust fund, no savings account, no, no knowledge of anything outside of just go to school because that's all I did. I mean, as the girl who always got perfect attendance in elementary school, middle school, even high school, I never really missed a day. Um, started working at the age of 15. So I knew to work. But I also knew in order to work or in order to get better work, I needed to go to school. And she introduced me to the program. And hence, I went to school to become an optician. But I say all of that to say, like, the way that I'm making an impact in these students' lives. And these are students. I met them last semester when I was an adjunct. Um, but I'm meeting new students now. One of the classes that I teach, uh, it's a lot. It's it's at capacity at 46. And I had a student who sat in, in my class for two days and found out she was in the wrong class. And she was like, I don't want to go to that other professor's class. I want to stay with you because she's taking class with this other professor. And she's like, I want to stay with you. So I had to do some paperwork to get her to stay in my class. But it's so interesting that this class has a lot of freshmen in it. And one of the students said I had the professor, they, they had the privilege of meeting me and taking a class with me and that I've made an impact in their life. They told that to another professor. And I was just like, wow, it's only been two weeks, you know, and my teaching style is inclusive. My teaching style is interactive. I have a nine o'clock in the morning class with, with 40 something students. Everyone is tuned in. They're engaging. I engage them. Um, and I just really am the type of person that if I had this, where would I be? And I'm being the change that I want to see. And so, you know, some of my colleagues, they're older, 
elders, so to speak, and they have a certain way and they are not open to change. And yes, I am the breath of fresh air, but I also am strong enough in my boundaries to know that just because you all see that I love what I do, that I'm not going to allow you to abuse that in me because that's been my life. Um, I stayed in my marriage so long because he knew that I didn't, I wanted the best for my children. And to me, having the best for my children meant a two parent household. And so he used that as an opportunity to treat me any kind of way. And in, you know, in the theme of the title, a series of unfortunate events for a fortunate time, had I not had unfortunate events happen to me, I would not be, or my students would not be fortunate enough to have now have me now as their student. Because let's be honest, when I first started college, being a professor was never on my radar. I didn't think to become a professor until I had the opportunity of doing my master's and I I chose a concentration of higher education. And I learned about syllabus and I learned about curriculum creation and I learned about college accreditation and things like that. And I was like, oh, I think I want to be a professor. And it was near more so near the end of my bachelor's and when I started reading job descriptions of being a professor and what that required I was like oh I learned that so now I felt like I had the opportunity um to engage and become a professor but moving forward in life it's like we're always taught you know unfortunate things have to happen to us for us to get to the good and that's not always necessarily true it does have a place we don't see it essentially but it does have a place but because I'm right now in my life I've lived a year of where life has not been so unfortunate to me or I did not live a series of unfortunate events I can now enjoy good things because I know I deserve good things I also understand that it doesn't always have to be bad and I don't need the bad to enjoy the good and this last year has allowed me that opportunity to see that You could live a life of good. You could actually live a life of good. And I'm so pleased and I'm so blessed to just be in this headspace where I'm reflecting not on the past couple of years or the past 10 or 12 years when I was married. But I'm going even further back to the past 15, 17 to 15 years where I when I like graduated high school and I remember you know, not having the help to get registered for school, not having the motivation to say, you know what, you could be whatever it is you want to be. Not having the motivation or having the background of someone, you know, encouraging me. I remember crying, like failing classes was not the thing because I was a really good student in high school and nobody prepares you. And I'm gonna let you know, parents, if you hold so much weight on your kids making grades, let me tell you something, when they get to college and they don't encounter professors that actually care about their education, they're going to, they can, it'll, it'll make them depressed because the worst part was, I don't understand why I'm not making the grade, but I know the work and didn't understand. Oh yeah, I was, I had anxiety. I had test anxiety. I had all of these things going on. I mean, my socioeconomic status was kicking my ass. I had my social life was kicking my ass. I didn't, I was, you know, life was not what it should have been at the age that I was. And so to see like my younger siblings um, who are, you know, 21 years old and they have me as a guide and a help and an assistance to them you know to tell them hey yeah whatever you whatever you decide to go to school for is great if you decide not to go to school anymore that's still great if you want to take a job out of town take it 
instead you know when i was that age it was like oh don't go away and don't do this but these people didn't even have the resources to help me so sometimes in life you know you encounter good people and i'm gonna tell you the lady who assisted me in getting and in getting into the opticianry program um that would have been 14 years ago and i remember her first and last name to this day and i just want my students to always not necessarily remember me but if i can affect change in just one student and it seems like i'm affecting change in a bunch of students lives and i'm like i'm so overjoyed for that because at the end of the day to say you went to college and have a good professor I can count. I've been in school a very long time. I hopped right out of high school in 2006, the, the May of 2006, and was in school. I got admitted into Broward College in their summer, their session two of summer. So it would have been right before fall in the same year. So I took no breaks. And I, could, I have probably on one hand professors that I can remember distinctly who made an impact in my life. And so I encourage you, whatever you do, do it with intention, not necessarily to make an impact. Because I had no clue that I was going to be a professor that was making making an impact in people's lives. I just know I love to teach. And I said before, if I encounter things that don't make me feel good, like how I feel when I'm teaching, I don't want to do it. So if something was said on this episode that encouraged you, share it with at least one person. Remember, you can tune into Black Girl Say Something every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can tune in on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, Amazon Music, and Podvine. And don't forget to click the link in the description box to become a podcast subscriber. And your subscription does allow you the opportunity to hear even more of what this Black Girl has to say. Thank you for listening.